0: Believe it or not, this cheerful song from the Nglovo Youth Choir in South Africa called Don't Panic, We've Got This is more than two months old. We even featured these young musicians on one of our first special podcasts. In the last two months, the coronavirus is still smoldering its way through Africa, and for young people, months of education have been lost. But it's not just missed lessons. Schools across Africa provide a social structure, valuable salaries, a daily meal, and a way out of crippling poverty in countries with very little in the way of social support. This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus and I'm Kainebe. Now, this podcast has a strong East African flavor to it, but the issues apply across the continent as we hear from our correspondents from various countries. In Rwanda, The education sector is struggling to stay afloat after schools were closed for six months to stop COVID-19 spreading among pupils. But the move has dire consequences. The lockdown has led to an economic meltdown and parents are struggling to feed their children. Teachers have lost their salaries and pupils have lost a safe space to learn. DW correspondent Alex Ngarambe met some of them.
1: High school student Eric Gashumba Kigali. The school closures have forced him to rethink his future. While him and his classmates should be preparing for exams, he feels his peers are likely to join the already shrinking job market just to keep themselves from going hungry. Boarding
0: students would get some food at schools, but now they have to venture out to look for something to eat just the way parents are doing, which is not easy because there are not enough
2: economic activities as a result of COVID-19.
1: Alphonse Carinda, a parent with four school-going children, tells me that it's become so difficult to fend for his family during this coronavirus period and wants the government to get the children back to schools, regardless of the risks involved.
2: I eat only when I work and I don't have a decent job. Feeding for children is not easy during this period, and government is distributing food handouts to citizens. But some of us have never received any.
1: Prote Jambiri, a teacher at Mel Duvabe, nursery and primary school, tells me that many teachers will leave the profession while others will lose their jobs, even though there is a teacher's fund to help them financially. Uh, Most of the teachers from private schools will not be paid. Be paid due to suspension of their contract. This will will, uh, affect their life uh, negatively. The government has suggested to, to those uh, owners of the, the private schools to go to ask for the support from the government. When schools reopen in September, the year will start afresh, but it's unclear yet just how damaging the school closures will be.
0: Alex Ngarambe bringing us those voices from Rwanda. Some countries have resorted to teaching through television, radio and online instruction. But a digital divide between schools has been brought sharply into focus as schools struggle to substitute in-school technology. DW correspondent Wambi Michael in Uganda finds out that while a digital switch is theoretically possible, the practicalities are much more challenging. Ladies and gentlemen, now I'm beginning on the presentation. And here I need to be
2: so attentive. The ideology of the British nation of Egypt of 1882... That is a teacher delivering a history lesson at one of the television stations in Uganda. Interesting though he may be, not all students... We received the lesson for a very simple reason. Not all homes have access to television and radio. Pamela Mawanda lives in the outskirts of Uganda's capital, Kampala. Just listen as she describes the difficulties of trying to receive class notes sent over the social media.
3: Our next door neighbor came to, to get a knocked. She needed help to enable her to send homework that was sent on her phone to... A niece, this included a, a geographic test book of 340 pages, mathematics, chemistry, physics, so many subjects. She didn't know what to do. The niece had a smartphone, but there was the issue of installing WhatsApp. She didn't have WhatsApp because the work
2: was being set on a WhatsApp group. In Uganda, timetables are broadcast so learners at home can tune in to local FM radio and television stations. But after two weeks... Students like Joel Mujuni from the West Nile region are still running into new problems. They may say something on the radio eh? and you don't grasp it, you don't you don't put it in mind. Eh? Whereby if you were in class you need to ask. But now I've heard you call and ask. Eh? You find other people on phone there is no airtime. You can't call the teacher and say ah, I didn't get this in my mind. Dr. Ahmed Sengendo is the director of the Islamic University in uganda he agrees that teaching on radio and tv is not interactive enough and therefore not effective feedback and feed forward are critical for effective learning i have watched some some of them don't even have the provision for calling in even if i was able to do to call in that provision is not there aside from elite families and some in the urban areas many pupils do not have access to pay television and yet access to TV, radio, internet and other devices are now critical for learning. Ironically, in most parts of Uganda and Africa, teachers and learners were restricted from using smartphones in class, but adapting now is proving a challenge.
0: Wambi Michael with those perspectives coming from Kampala. The COVID-19 pandemic has forced the education sector to turn digital and the term digital leapfrogging has come up. In theory, technology can be a great equalizer, but at the same time it can also make the digital divide between well-resourced and poor schools painfully obvious. Kenyan analyst and academic Nanjala Nyabola understands this better than most.
3: There are people in Kenya who are attending schools that are just as well resourced, if not better resourced, than schools in the West. Leapfrogging cannot uh, paper over the complexities of inequality.
0: In fact, leapfrogging may deepen the digital divide.
3: The danger with the leapfrogging conversation, which is why I hesitate on it, is it it actually ends up aggravating inequalities instead of helping people keep up. For Inyabola, the problem is even more
0: magnified at university level.
3: There's been a sharp increase in the use of smartphones, but certainly not enough for the entire country to switch to the internet-only teaching. Um, This is a huge problem for university students, especially because... Uh, they are expected to handle so many, so much more material. Sending people home is just not feasible. It's not a feasible option.
0: Education systems are on the back foot. The big problem, though, is knowing when it's safe to reopen and unleash young potential currently languishing at home. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. We hope all our listeners across Africa are keeping well and are in good health. We end off with the Ndlovo Youth Choir. Even now, their words still ring true. From myself, kainebe don't panic, we've got this.
3: Don't panic, we've got this.